And here we are. Hey. Hello, hello. Okay, so it is, what is today's date? Friday, January the 10th, 2020. Holy smoke. I know this is, uh, this year is already off to a very fast start. <laughs> flying by. 10 days. Yep. Flying just, by. It was 2019. Just 10 days, days ago. ago. Oh my gosh. Oh my now gosh. Flying through 2020. But oh, side note, um, my aunt sent me this. Y'all have probably seen this where they said when you're writing on papers, letters, documents, checks, to write out 2020. Because if you write like one. 10, 20, somebody can put 19 on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, so it, it can that. be altered. So, oh, write oh. out the 2020. There was, what is the name of the show? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, welcome to another episode <laughs> of Banter with Jabisa and Tracy or Banter with Tracy and Jabisa. Well, she was just ready to I'm jump sorry, right I into this. That just came to me and I have to say something was on my mind because stuff leaves my head so quickly. <laughs> Adult onset ADD. I keep trying to tell you it's a thing. IUP or 401 work plan. Oh, an IUP for real? They have have adult things. Adult IEPs? Not IEPs, 504s. They have adult 504s. Okay, work. Yeah, they have to make accommodations for you. Really? You might want to work that to your advantage. Uh (laughs) I can't work in bright lights. Y'all have the hand moves turning. Okay, so what are we getting into today? Okay, today is I um have listened to I listened to um, Malcolm X's speech, "The Ballot or the Bullet," mm-hmm. and so I just want to say this: I read Malcolm X's autobiography way before Spike Lee made it into a book. <laughs> um, into a movie. Into a movie. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm way before he made it into a movie. In fact, the the time that I read Malcolm X's autobiography at that time, there was one. Only one other book about him, mm-hmm. written by a white Jewish male that said, and the title was The Death of Malcolm X. I'll never forget it. Yeah. And then the movie came out, and then there was all these other resources mm-hmm. about him. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. um, I I was I don't even know what made me decide to listen to I him. I was gonna ask you that. Why? I don't why are you listening? Sure. To I'm not really okay. sure. <laughs> I think it started with listening to Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday when mm-hmm. he celebrated yes. a national holiday. Yep. Um we don't have one for Malcolm X. Oh, no, they're not going to be Malcolm X. No, I guess not. But, oh, uh, so we could do it in the black community. How are we going to do that? Everybody not go to work? Know. You know the people want to no, work. No, not us not go to work, but do something in some other way. No, you well, can't not go to work. I think other people do. Mm-hmm. Other people do. Well, it depends on yeah. where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it depends on like Juneteenth. Yeah. You know, not yeah. everybody goes full out for that. Yeah. It's really more of a Texas holiday. It is. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. It's amazing that's nationwide. Okay, so we digress. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. I think because it's um, I was looking for and started listening to um, Dr. Martin Luther King's speech about voting, mm-hmm. and somehow or another I ran into the one about Malcolm X. So I listened to the ballot or the bullet, and um, it's about an hour speech. It's a really great speech, and I don't think that I've ever listened to any of his speeches at length. And in mm-hmm. all honesty, I've only listened to Dr. Martin Luther King's "I Have a Dream" speech mm-hmm. in its entirety, although my father has repeatedly said that was not That's his the best, best speech. One. I've heard that too. Yeah. Um, but there are several things that um, Malcolm X brings up in the speech, and and things that he was working on prior to his death. And if you know anything about him, one of the one of the actions that he wanted to take against the United States was to take um, the um, transgressions, the violations that had happened to Black Americans before the world the world court mm-hmm. and 
if you listen to his um, speech, the ballot or the bullet, he, you know, he lays out an argument where other countries have and other groups have gone before the world court in which there have been atrocities um, against a group of people. And I thought mm-hmm. that really was a very legitimate yeah. argument. Yes, it, it was. He talks about the importance of the ballot mm-hmm. um, and how our vote, although it, you know, we're, we're 10 percent. 12 if we all show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has to show up. Mm-hmm. But that our vote can swing. Yes. But he talked about the fact that we have to have the people we vote for address our concerns or mm-hmm. we not vote for them. You right. just can't vote in. And I think I'm guilty of it. Let me just be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm a Democrat. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly go down party line, mm-hmm. but everybody right. pick a Democrat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just do the Democrat. Just, just works out that way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I pick Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. And, but the reality is that we should not be so easily swayed by a party right. as opposed to a a or um a person. Mm-hmm. And so he talked about that. And then the um other um item we talked about was supporting black businesses mm-hmm. and you have, and, and you have businesses that um, will be in black neighborhoods and, and then it's still today, Yeah, but you don't have yeah. anybody employed in that business. Right. Everybody loves Chinese food. I have yet to see a black person in Chinese Not food. Not one ever. And I have even, never, ever, ever. And even, you remember the Japanese restaurants? All, all black neighborhoods. They're mm-hmm. in all black, but the mm-hmm. Japanese restaurants where they, they fix the food before they have, you. They have, um, what you call it, he said, hello, my, know it. my name is Jesus. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, they blacks never even broke into that one. It's like, you could have been practicing your knifing skills. I'm ready. I'm ready. This job is like, yeah. yeah, Andre and Tyrone did not get that job. Yes, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> but, um, and when you think about it, the logic is as a black business owner, I'm going to often apply, I'm going to often employ people that look like me. Right. And so, now you can employ people who don't look like you, but you mm-hmm. need to employ people that look, look like, like you. you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, so it's a really great speech. He's got, he's got a great sense of humor. Something else to do. I'm going to have to look, listen to that too. <laughs> you could do that in the car. Okay. <laughs> he's got a great sense of humor. Um, he's, you know, he, he calls white folks cracker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll say, oh, uh, but it was really good. The other thing we had talked about this early on in, in our earlier broadcast. Mm-hmm. And let me say this. I said this before mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle's latest comic standup mm-hmm. with the title, which I cannot think of very good. Mind you. Uh-huh. Um, he said, if you want to change the gun, the, gun laws, said that too. we said that mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Every black person needs to we apply need to have, for yes, a permit. Yes, because they harp and harp and harp on the Second Amendment right, Second Amendment right. But what they're thinking is that their Second Amendment rights, the, the faces that they imagine when they say, y'all trying to take away my Second Amendment rights, they're not thinking about a face that looks like mine or Jameesa's. Exactly. <laughs> so if all of us roll up there and get us um, concealed weapons permits, they will rethink that. Lindsey Graham will have that on the sits. Um, in, in the Senate, in the Senate, that fast, and Mitch McConnell, <laughs> you wouldn't know that the government could work that fast. They would get things changed. But so, if you are considering at least in South Carolina, because mm-hmm. I went online and I looked it up, I was supposed to do this right. a year ago, but I actually followed through mm-hmm. a little bit late. Mm-hmm. But if you want to do it, <laughs> it's it's really not difficult. Mm-hmm. The biggest, the two biggest 
two things that you have to consider that may be an obstacle. But if you're a law-abiding citizen, then it's yeah, not an issue. <laughs> you're not, that may be an issue. There is a sled check. There is a, a kind of background check. They mm-hmm. do do that. Mm-hmm. And then you also have to take a um, training. Um, you're required to tra- take training through a certified concealed weapon weapon permit teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because when I was looking for information about it, one of the first, when you go to the... Um, Frequently asked questions. One of mm-hmm. the first questions that they showed before you even get to the requirements was how long was it going to take? Like, yeah. Everybody want to know how long, how long it was going to take. take. Right. About 90 days to process. Okay. You have to right. be 21 years of age. They didn't, I didn't go to, I didn't go to look for a class. Okay. okay. But you have to be 21 years of age. There's an application. You have mm-hmm. to provide, provide proof of residency. Mm-hmm. The fee is $50 and you have mm-hmm. to take the training class. Now, I don't know if you have to have a gun. I don't think you do. You know, they have guns that you can borrow for training. They do. Okay. Yes, because um, at one of um, a meeting I was at, we um, self defense. They were talking about self defense, and he did bring up um, concealed weapons. You know, okay. it was a women women's group, and he was, you know, talking to a bunch of women, and you know, a lot of them I was surprised to say, yeah, I want a gun, <laughs> but he said you don't have to have one, and he and he was an instructor of it, so of course he was promoting for himself, but he said he has different kinds that you could like you know use the practice and stuff to take the class and to pass the test or whatever so it's it's very easy to do Mm -hmm. um please share this with your friends and i i I really think that we have to make a concerted effort because they will do the stats Mm -hmm. and they will notice people register oh my gosh and they will say what is really going on (laughs) so look at it's a 50 dollar investment to change to change gun laws if they want done yeah maybe we'll be like how jamisa said we can swing votes maybe we can we can get something too. You know, and it sounds yeah. kind of silly, but it, I really think that's a huge factor. It's not silly. It is a fact. Yeah. It um, is an absolute, I believe it's an absolute fact. If too many of us, being as little in the, of the population as we are, get concealed weapon permits, whether you got a gun or not, that's yeah. going to be an issue for somebody. somebody. Yes. And then, and then if you do have a gun, carry it. You mm-hmm. know, everybody else carries it. Too. Now, does it say if you have, like, you're just getting the permit, but it doesn't say whether or not you actually have a gun, does it? No. Okay, yeah, yeah. so they won't even know. We could just, you ain't even got to get a gun. Right. Just, just get the, the permit. permit. Just get the permit. <laughs> Pull out the permit. Just get the right? permit. It's like, look. <laughs> so, uh, we'll, we'll change the world one little step. One time. time, yeah. But I did want to, I wanted to share that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tracy and I will update you because we're going to go through the process of applying so mm-hmm. we're gonna go we'll tell you how it goes yes we are okay so this is us the same ones that's supposed to read a book every month so let's see how we do <laughs> i read my book um, i want to give a shout out to my nephew mm-hmm. aj has been really we talked about reading and he has been sweet to text me for, um and said read 10 pages <laughs> i was like oh darn so i, I want to i really appreciate that so um so i am out and i'll share the book with you that i'm reading if you know, I am a, a school librarian and mm-hmm. I do, I lo- I like my job. I'm not going to say love. I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell them a lie. Mm-hmm. Love it. But I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I like it because I learn. Mm-hmm. And so some of the things I'm, I learn from are the books that come in. Mm-hmm. And um, so we've got a new book. It is written by Monica Clark Robinson and it's illustrated by Frank Morrison. And I really believe that Frank Morrison is Tony Morrison's son. Really? I think that, I think that could be right. Because yeah. I remember them saying when she passed, they said her had worked, name. They had worked on, they had, they did a book together. Mm-hmm. And I have to look back at it. They did a children's book together. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm a 95% sure that Frank Morrison is um, her son. 
son who is also a children's illustrator. Mm-hmm. But it is a um, Coretta Scott King honors book, award winner, award yep. winner book. But it's called Let the Children March. And I thought I was fairly well versed when it came to Black history. Now I'm not mm-hmm. claiming I know everything, but I, I, I thought I had not. a. I'm telling you flat out. <laughs> I thought I had a, a pretty decent knowledge, but I did not know that um, there was a children's crusade. There was a march held on May 2nd in 1963 in which the participants of the march were children. Mm -hmm. And that was purposefully done. And the idea was the parents were not able to march because they would lose their their source of employment, Mm -hmm. but they, they felt like the children could march. And so now understand. And if you go out, there's a couple of, um, well, more than a couple, but there's um, a YouTube video of one of the participants um, and it's really interesting because she said at the time she was a teenager, she mm-hmm. they would call them mass meetings. So they would have these mass meetings to to get people involved in the movement mm-hmm. and explain the process and what have you. So she said she went to one of the mass meetings mm-hmm. and um, with a girlfriend and it was some cute boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she stayed. Her name was Janice Kelsey. Mm-hmm. So she continued to, to go to the meetings. And then they had, um, I think it's Bevel. Mm-hmm. I can't find his name, but um, he was also a, a young pastor. Mm-hmm. And so he was talking to the young kids and he was asking him, you know, how many typewriters do you have at your school? And she's like, you know, she's like, I'm a pretty good typist. We got one typewriter. He says, <laughs> well, at Lincoln High, the all white school, they got two classrooms full of typewriters. And then mm-hmm. he says, and so the kids are like, what? Well, yeah. And then he, he goes on to talk about, you know, the football uniforms, you know, have you ever wondered why, you know, you're, your um, uniforms are blue, but the helmets are green. And, and she says, you know, we just will go back and paint them so that they would match. And he's like, because you're getting secondhand helmets. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he went and he talked about, have you ever looked at the copyright books of your, the copyright dates of the books that you get? And he talked about, you're getting old and mm-hmm. used books. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that, that riled up the kids and had them have a desire and interest. I imagine there's some other factors involved mm-hmm. in there to participate. Yeah, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the thing that I thought was really interesting is, and once again, there is a, a great um, clip on YouTube that the adults were aware of what the students were doing. So the plan was for them to leave at a certain time throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And so um, someone came out with a sign and they, and they called it D-Day. And it was like a secret. Nobody really talked about it, but everybody knew. Mm-hmm. And so they interviewed one of the teachers and she said at a certain time, she said, I simply turned my back to the class. Mm-hmm. And when she turned her back to the class, all the all students left. left. Uh-huh. And when all the students left, and she said, I wanted to leave too, but I could not mm-hmm. because I needed my job. Mm-hmm. And and um, and as I read more about this, they talked about how this was a real major turning point in the civil rights movement because you had television cameras filming this. Mm-hmm. So they were they were incarcerating and, and the and the young girls talked about how they, they knew that they were going to jail. Mm-hmm. And in these mass meetings there was training on how to handle yourself with the nonviolent philosophy, how to mm-hmm. protect your head, right, understand right. that you can't fight back. Mm-hmm. You can only sing and pray. Mm-hmm. And, and so the girl said, you know, in her purse, you know, she said, I had packed me um, some toothpaste mm-hmm. and a toothbrush because mm-hmm. I knew I was going to be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, this is a lot for young kids. It it's is. A, that, is a, that is a lot for me to fathom. Right. So you're looking at, you looking at, at being that of the you know the time that we were living in back then I mean I'm like nervous now thinking about it 
So you had high school students all the way to elementary kids mm -hmm. who participated in these marches. And so when the cameras are there and now, you know, you've, you've incarcerated, you feel the jail and kids are still coming in mm -hmm. and still protesting. Mm -hmm. So now you're turning to violence. Well, you're sicking dogs on children mm -hmm. and you're hosing yep. kids. Mm -hmm. It just looks it's really bad. bad look. It's a bad it's look. It's a bad look. It's yeah. Hosing so, a third grader. Yeah. Sticking a dog on an eighth grader. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's absolutely fascinating. Mm -hmm. I did not know no idea. that they had recruited children like that. Mm -hmm. It was a smart move. I can only imagine as a parent the prayers that they had. Mm -hmm. Um you know, watching over them kids. Mm -hmm. And but you know, children are young and they're resilient mm -hmm. and um and it's, you know, listening yeah, to, fearless, really. they're fearless, mm -hmm. but even watching the adult, watching them as adults talk about it, you mm -hmm. can tell the excitement that they had then was, you could tell it in their presentation of, as they recall their memories of it. And they're under, but they understood that they were there to make a change and they were there to have the freedom that they knew that they didn't have. Mm -hmm. So, so Ooh, that's really good. it's really good. But if you like kids books, this mm -hmm. is a wonderful, wonderful book to add to your collection. It's called mm -hmm. Let the Children March. And Monica Clark Robinson mm -hmm. is illustrated by Frank Morrison. And mm -hmm. so it's a really great read. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last thing I want to share with you is um, I don't know if I mentioned Sessy Magazine or not. I think we've talked about we it in the I past. Think forget, like when we first, first started, started yes. you did talk about it because you were actually advertising for I'm advertising. You were trying to get her more subscriptions yeah, yes yeah, yes mm -hmm. so i am sessie magazine is a magazine there's there's a hand there's actually a handful of black magazines mm -hmm. really beside okay black hair mm -hmm. <laughs> but there's essence um ebony jet no longer exists mm -hmm. i don't know if heart and soul is still in publication mm -hmm. um i haven't seen heart and soul in a long time and there used to be one um i can't remember it's like a sophisticated one i can't think of the name of that one um but there, there was never one really for teenage, mm -hmm. young black teenage girls. Right. And so Ceci came in to fill mm -hmm. that void. And it's a young black woman who's put her heart and soul into this publication. And um, I had a subscription for my girls. Mm -hmm. And um, Tracy, did you, you got one for Madison? For Madison, yeah. I did. Uh -huh. And I, you know, I've tried to call, you know, contact other librarians. I ended up meeting the um, editor. She came to a conference with the South Carolina Association of School Librarians. And um, so I had a chance to meet her and it was, she said she had quit her job, had moved mm -hmm. in with her mom, <laughs> trying to make this thing work. work yeah. And so today we were in Barnes and Noble and I looked on the magazine shelf and I seen the magazine. I was so excited for her because that mm -hmm. means that she's gotten out of just the, out of the role of just having people subscribe to right. it being placed in a major retail area. Yeah. And when I opened and I read, they added the um, the letter from the editor. It, I was almost in tears because she talked about the fact that they were about ready to fold. Mm -hmm. And so she thanked her readers and she thanked those people who have invested in her magazine. And I'm just thrilled for her. Um, so check it out. Ceci is a, is a magazine. Even if you don't have any kids of your own, if you have any nieces that um, you think would love it or friends or family mm -hmm. godchildren, but please check it out because it is a, it's a need. There's a our young girls mm -hmm. don't have those kind of role models that they need mm -hmm. because they go from you know little kids like on Disney to mm -hmm. Atlanta Housewives, <laughs> and there's really nothing in between. Nothing in between. With, yes. with some, actually, you need a couple things, sexy and something else. To it it would be nice, mm -hmm. but you know we can only do one. Mm -hmm. And and so 
once again, just a shout out to Sessie Magazine. You can catch them on Twitter. You can catch them on Instagram. You can um, look for them online. S-E-S-I, Sessie. <laughs> so, all right. Okay. And, uh, and uh, words of the week or the saying by Vern McKellar is what the new year brings to you will depend a great deal on what you bring to the new year. You know, I always say, say it twice. <laughs> what the new year brings to you will depend a great deal on what you bring to the new year. Until next time, y'all.